Before we start the show, we would like to remind you that your girls are on Patreon. You can find us at patreon.com slash three in the pink. And if you like, and if you won't, you can pledge three dollars a month. Uh, three only three three thousand three three only three dollars a month a month mm-hmm. what is three dollars like two pound two fifty or something two seventy maybe yeah maybe less than that I'm a month just think about that uh and for all of that you get an extra bonus episode a week mm-hmm. so you get two of these two of these um creative outlets Ooh, yes. uh, a week and uh, yeah, go over to three, <laughs> three in the pink. Three in the pink dot com slash. Wait, no, Patreon dot com slash. I was right. It's two pounds thirty one pence. Oh, oh I was so close. What oh, can you buy for two thirty one? Exchange rate. Um, tub of flapjacks, maybe. <laughs> yeah, I think you'd have change left over from anything you did get. Yeah, and that's a month. In it. Don't eat sugar, it's bad for you, but do what you want. Uh, that, that's a neglib- negligible amount yes. of payment. Yes. That's more. Is. That's that's like. Give your money to, to women. <laughs> to women. Give your money to women. <laughs> this has got. Give your money to Womack and Womack. <laughs> Give your money to Bobby Womack. This bit's supposed to be professional. <laughs> I don't know, I guess we're like a podcast or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm Roma Burke. I've twisted it. Oh. 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 Like, Roma, that's you. That song's about anal sex. I'm Apsy. What? Whitana. <laughs> Wit? Oh, Anna. No. Whitener. Apsy yes. Whitener. Um, uh, you've got your Whitanas about you. I do. Today. No drinking during the show anymore. Um, am I starting to get wrinkles or is this the lighting? Where? Wrinkles where? <laughs> like here. Look at that. That's just the, the natural so place where you smile. Yeah. Oh, okay. That is the nasolabial fold. <laughs> <laughs> that occurs naturally in all human I was in visages. <laughs> that black doesn't crack. <laughs> <laughs> I assumed... The same could be said for the Asian pigment. Yes, the Asian does not raisin. The Asian does not <laughs> in fact. The brazen Asian does not As in, in fact braise, raisin. <laughs> um, this week we're going to talk about Inja. And I don't know which order because we haven't done much. Well, we have. We haven't decided what order. Fuck you. This is off the cuff. Um, we're going to talk about India legalising gay sex gross. And then we're going to talk about... <laughs> I think we should talk about that second. Okay. But first, yeah. as they say in presenting, 
uh, will tease the gay thing, you little perverts, mm. and then uh, first, and perhaps foremost, we're going to talk about uh, Nike. Or Nike. Trailblazing sports brand. <laughs> 30 years of radical sportswear and confrontationally countercultural advertising campaigns. Edgy, edgy, 30 edgy. 30 years since the famous Just Do It slogan was unleashed upon us. Still doesn't make any sense to me now. Didn't make sense to me then even though I wasn't born. Um, they hired for their 30 years since Just Do It. They just did it. And they got <laughs> Colin Kaepernick, who is an American football player. To, yes, not, he hasn't played in I'm the NFL for, for, for about nine. Oh. Nope, one year. One year? The end of last season, was it? Oh. I don't know. I thought it was more longer than that. I thought, like, at the end, like, his contract didn't get renewed at the end of last oh, season or something. I, that I, was I honestly. Good. Or maybe it was, I'm thinking about seasons. I don't know. Years. What were you going to say, seven months? I thought it was, like, years. <laughs> no. 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 No, okay. no, he played for the 40s, was it the San Francisco, the 49ers? Right. And then isn't he, isn't he in the process of, like, suing them or something? Yes. Yeah. So, um, he couldn't find a, uh, an NFL club to renew his, um, Contract. I don't know anything about him as a football player. Is he any good? Uh, yes. Okay. Uh, he is supposed to be. Uh, let me see. He's currently a free agent. He played for the University of Leonardo in Reno. Just such an American, like... Uh, yeah, the France Francisco 49 is ours, right? Okay. Yeah, offensive player of the year. Twice became the only player in the NCAA division history to amass 10,000 passing yards. And I don't need to read the Wikipedia no. page for Colin Kaepernick. Y'all have... Google is free. <laughs> Google is free. <laughs> uh, emotional labour, PayPal me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, of um, course, Colin... Colin, I'm referring to his Christian name, I know him well. Uh, big C. Uh-huh. Uh, is Cancer. Is <laughs> Cancer Kaepernick. <laughs> Cancer Kaepernick, who, uh, I don't know what star sign would you say is not a cancer. He's a Libra, I looked it up. No, that's Serena Williams, I was looking at Because <laughs> <laughs> I remember thinking, okay, she seems quite volatile to be a Libra. <laughs> Where's the balance? Where's the other side? Maybe one side is her and the other is the umpire. Um, Colin, uh, yes, well, is, is obviously... Born in November the 3rd, so I think that is, is that not Libra? That's the one after Libra. Oh my god, is that Sagittarius? Or Scorpio, I think. I'm looking it up. I think it's Can a you Scorpio. please stick to okay, the point right. while I Google He stuff. obviously is, is famously known for his uh, actions, uh, his responses in regards Scorpio. to police brutality. Yep, yep. Scorpio. Yep. Um, yep. Yes, famously taking the knee during the national anthem uh, yeah. when, when it's played at uh, football games. Oh, radical. He just had a knee down. He's probably tired. <laughs> or maybe he's about to propose to one of his gay players. <laughs> they don't accept gays. In the uh, he's proposing to the entire uh, football stadium when he kneels. Um, I mean, the, the, I, I kind of those kind of acts of activism are just quite fun, especially in the like U.S. arena, mm. only because they get people so angry. And that's yeah. that's the funnest part. I think the funnest part of, of this whole like Nike doodah is. You know, people protesting, <laughs> burning. burning. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's like how seriously... Did you see the one where the guy like actually burnt them where his feet, where they were on his feet, and then he had to go? To oh, was that Phil? Oh, okay, because there was one guy who burns on his feet. <laughs> well, no, well there was one guy. I think I think that might be a joke because I was. I'm going to show you. Well, I'll find the post, but 
Jack introduced me to this guy, Phil Braun. Was that his name? Because he... Oh, I don't have Twitter anymore because I got rid of all my social media. Did he do a parody? Well, yeah, so it went viral because people thought he was being serious and then people actually started burning their stuff. But he's this, like, Tim Heidecker... Right, right, right. ...like, fan person who has, like, a moderate Twitter following. It's very modest, but he makes, like, very, like, on-cinema type jokes, like Tim Heidecker's Mm -hmm. side project type jokes. Like, quite subtle, quite just, like posting Trump clips and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it is sort of satirising all this other people on Twitter. But he joked that he was going to... He, like, he posted a video of going outside to light his shoes on fire. I never did. And then just posted a picture, like, oh, God, what have I done? And it was this big joke. In But he's such a niche person to follow on Twitter that obviously it went really viral. And then, then I started hearing about everybody <laughs> burning their Nike produce... And I didn't realise, like, it's a thing. It's, like, a thing. It's it, 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 I don't know if he started it and people... It went viral and people were like, yeah, I'm going to do that. Or if he's just, like, parroting the stuff that was already mm-hmm, happening. Because mm-hmm. I haven't but, created but a there viral was, timeline. But there was someone who, like... I believe it's real. Who um, actually set his feet on fire. Oh, my God. And was in I hospital mean, for burns. He just deserved that. Natural selection. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how seriously do you take? Does one take big brands? Big like the 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 big brand marketing campaigns and the and the subsequent outpouring of both support and outrage. It's publicity. It is publicity. It's publicity. I think it's a very smart move. Yeah. Because we've seen from sales that they've boosted. Only. Well, yeah. The, was it thirty one percent increase? Um, the stocks went down. Uh, the shares went down. For a day, yeah, they, which, which was expected, yeah. yeah. Um, but you know, you've got a high-profile celebrity. I mean, obviously, there's also the argument that's like, well, we live in this capitalist world anyway. Isn't it a good thing for a brand to no to like? That's some cock shit. That is some cock shit. Sorry, but that's what some people point. say. What the, I'm being devil's advocate. So yeah, good. <laughs> I had some feedback saying that's the show needs more of that actually. So. But yeah, there are some people who might argue, uh, yeah, we, we live in this world. Should it, should 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 a, a high-profile activist not take the opportunity mm. to um, increase his exposure? Mm. So there's the argument of, yeah, is he, is he just using a big platform to raise awareness or are Nike piggybacking on the earnest intentions ding, 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 of ding, 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 player? And then... <laughs> In order to further their, like, dwindling sales amongst young people. Because, what is it? Like, uh, the vast majority of people who buy Nikes are, are under 35. Yeah. And it, and and it makes those sense. Those are the people who... It, d- yeah. It makes, like, commercial sense. Because they, as a brand, they are, yeah, marketing towards a young... Uh, corner of the market. The, the old... old, old Y'all olds are dying now. Yeah. So, they don't need to give a shit about what you think about their brand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because no amount of bad publicity from them is really going to affect. Yeah, I mean this is this is the way marketing goes now. This is this is this is dare I say it late capitalism. Um, after the first, uh, uh, Alan Curtis talks about this in Alan Curtis. Adam Curtis. <laughs> Alan. 
<laughs> talks about this in uh, Century of the Self. He talks about after the Second World War, there was previously in early capitalism, you were sold what you needed. Something was sold to you on the basis of you you're going to need to Hoover your house. You need a Hoover, and once you stop, once you've got everything you need, you don't need to buy anything else. But after the Second World War, there was loads of manufacturing happening, and no one to sell it to because there was a war on. So once people came back from the war. There was there were marketers and advertisers like in the sixties, like what Madman's based on, were faced with this tasked with how to sell people a surplus of products that they didn't need. That's why baby boomers are shit. Yeah, and part like, of the reason why was baby it Edward boomers. Bernays, the guy Freud's nephew, I believe, who was this kind of the Goebbels of of post war America, who sort of used psychoanalysis to interjected that into uh, mainstream advertising in order to so it wasn't selling people what they need it was selling people stuff they desired yes so it was so he, it was it was catering he, him to being the gerbils he was uh he was arguing that people were gobbling up yeah uh, gobbling oh up the the excess yeah it was uh, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I'm only add to that. Um, but yeah, no. He just he he. Uh, that's the shift in marketing, and that's what we know. It's it's how to um, muster up a desire in the uh, the uh, advertising viewer, and then yeah. and then satiate that desire with whatever product you're yeah. selling. You're selling them love. You're selling them desire. You're selling them attractiveness. You're selling selling them sex. Like this is where you get this hyper visual, hyper sensual marketing that goes for your guttural unconscious desires that's what's that's what's now driving you to buy all of these things that you don't need yeah and that so, like new um ad- advent of um excess and material mm-hmm. is probably a huge part of the fact of that generation's yeah excessive spending and yeah. uh, ruining of the economy yeah of course yeah. although the boomers are people born in the 80s aren't they or 70s. No, no boomers are like people who are middle-aged now. Yeah, no, 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 old, like... Oh, boomers are like... My, 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 my oh, parents, six, oh, okay. yeah. Well, so, yeah. okay. Yeah, so uh, they were in the 50s. But, like, the the step after that mm. was advertising becoming self-aware, like, everything now. Everything is self-aware. Advertisers are just as ironic and knowing as everyone online. And part of that is everybody knows the tricks of advertising now. Everybody knows that you're just being sold uh, an unrealistic product. That's yeah, why you right. have dub so adverts that feature normal women. Yeah, and yeah. you've got adverts like, skip this ad, or, or not another Verona, or whatever. Yeah, it's um, the kind of uh, self-reflexive, yeah. self-aware, irony-layered. Yeah, layered. yeah, yeah. Like, that's mm. that's everywhere now, Hashtags. obviously. Yeah, and that's obviously... I'm probably not going to go into, like, all of the neoliberal economics and all the stuff that goes on behind that, but... As you've got a rise in, like capitalism is a very efficient system at men at maintaining itself, and mm-hmm. it's very good at morphing and changing and adapting to the social environment in order to uh, keep itself going. Um, I almost quoted Mark Fisher again, but I'm actually not going to today. I forgot to set a timer for this, so I'm going to start one now. Um, and yeah, so. It it's very good at uh, at that, like at, at, like how to adapt, and the best. And so, in a culture of hyper visibility, of like you know, the internet's uh, democratized a lot of stuff. It's opens a lot of people's eyes to suffering. It's created obviously the SJW movement. 
a lot of civil rights stuff is like right in the forefront of people's minds. Arguably. Was it Nike that did the? Do you remember during the Super Bowl? Was it mm-hmm. Nike that did that um, Martin Luther King? <coughs> I think it. I don't know. Maybe. Or it was. I think it might have been. Maybe. But obviously, the easiest, the way that brands exist now is to tie themselves to ethics mm-hmm. and to these concerns people not have. People are kind of, you know, woke. They're waking up to the various, like, structural imbalances yep. and stuff. Everything and except that, economy, and that's anyway. Where, and that's where the money is. And the money like, is... Like, so, <laughs> I watched Dragon's Den, like, the other week, and one of the products that was pitched was, like, this... You see a lot of, like, no-waste, zero-waste yeah. beauty products and things like that. So mm-hmm. there was there was a skincare brand that was like, oh, we'll make coffee uh, we'll make coffee scrubs um, from, like, discarded... Uh, coffee grounds from coffee shops mm-hmm. but that's just like one example because you see it in clothing you see it in yeah, beauty it's, um, it's like uh, it's conscious capitalism you yeah. see it in the whole foods model yeah. you see it in any attempt to make to, uh, you see it in when you buy a Starbucks cup and you get a pound of your money or a penny yeah. goes to helping the feel good you're, factor yeah you're you're offsetting the guilt of consumerism with some kind of palliative some kind of like penny going to some charity no one examines the charity no one examines structural reasons but big brands the best way as people there was that awareness you know like the 90s and the early noughties this awareness was sweatshops yeah and Probably would have been um, then, I suppose, when fair trade was set Yeah, up. the whole kind yeah. of, like, this vague notion of Africa and mm-hmm. something bad's happening there Band-Aid. and Live Aid and, yeah, like... And... Um, so was, was Band-Aid the name of it? There's Live Aid. Band-Aid, Band-Aid was, was the, the Christmas song, right? Yeah. And uh, the first concert... Band-Aid. It was Band-Aid and then Live Aid. Um, but and Before yeah. it all, there was Bonner. Yes. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, like it's 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 basic marketing. It is, but it's it's and it works. The thing is, like a slick, cool advert full of uplifting slogans still works on people. Like yeah, we haven't really like the left doesn't really have a good example. Slogan. Well, I mean, what is that? The slogan in this particular ad is like, um, your dreams aren't. Yeah, don't ask if your dreams are crazy. Ask if they're crazy, crazy enough. enough. <laughs> yeah. yeah, believe in something even if it means sacrificing everything. Yeah, um, yeah. If you if 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 you like companies will hitch their wagons to genuinely morally correct social movements in order to sustain themselves, in order to like maintain some semblance of relevance, and uh, further their brand. And it works. Did you see? The, remember the Nike advert, the London one where it was even better, it was even slicker than this, where mm. it was, like, all these people, all of those Londoners, like, mm-hmm, all these mm-hmm. black and brown yeah, Londoners. Yeah, 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 I remember. Who yeah, were yeah, running through yeah, the city, yeah. and it was all about, like, oh, I've got, oh, I'm making time, oh, I'm, I'm, we're yeah, all yeah. entrepreneurs. That one got praise across the board, even, that was even, that was way more subtle that than was this very, one. It was very cool because it was, like, urban. It, well, yeah, exactly. And it got that very specific Londonness, you know. But the obvious juxtaposition... Is that Nike is un- is like currently has about sixty lawsuits being filed against it for sexual harassment, for labour violations, for poor working conditions, for exploitative factory conditions. Like famously, I'll try and link find this study that I read a couple of years ago, and it was about Beyonce's line. Mm-hmm. I think it might have been with Nike. 
And obviously Beyonce. And like, I think it was the Topshop one as well. It was the Topshop yeah. one, the Ivy Park thing. Yeah. And it was about um, Nike and its practices in like Bangladesh and Vietnam, it's where primarily women, well. yeah, yeah, primarily women were forced to work right up until pregnancy, work in horrible conditions for about sixty-two pence an hour, I think it is, and uh, it's like like literally making t-shirts about. Like empowering I mean, feminism. I mean, there is, there is no <laughs> yeah. greater symbol of yeah. modern capitalism than it than, almost seems like a than a girl cult t shirt. Yeah, it almost pink. seems like a clunky sort of Banksy. It is. Uh, it is. This is. It is <laughs> we live. Do live in a yeah. beyond parody world. Like yeah. it's like we don't. It the the truth is just there, staring at you in the face, and we're still too seduced by, you know, or these adverts are so seductive and so libidinal that. It, they still work. Like, do they work on you in a really visceral way? Like watching that. Yeah, advert. especially the especially ones like the the London Nike one. Yeah, because yeah. they are filmed and shot beautifully. And yeah, I yeah. mean, brands in in the you know since since the like liberalisation of the financial markets in like the eighties, brands have had to be crueler and crueler in the ways that they keep making profits you're making more from less they have to be more and more ruthless they have to nike are a company still they're still a huge company and they make those profits in hot like more and more inhumane ways and we hear less and less about it because they're in countries that we don't really know or care about this has the same reason governments can have wars ongoing wars that we don't know anything about in Iraq and Afghanistan and bombing Libya and Syria and Egypt. We'll come on to John McCain later. <laughs> because we don't, we're so depersonalised de- from these countries. Yeah. We don't really, we don't know how to conceptualise them. And we don't know how to think outside of our own very Western version of like liberal feminism, liberal progressiveness, liberal values that because we're espousing freedom and whatever, we don't understand what, what cost that comes from on a global scale. And anybody scale. who wants to maybe feel like they are making a difference can always just go to Africa on like yeah. a week trip and yeah. fuck up their infrastructure and feel yeah. better about it and take some photos of some black kids and come back and yeah, put on I Tinder. Yeah, I mean, on a fundamental level, Mike, Nike, what are they? Like, <laughs> the biggest, like, what, the, the biggest sportswear company? Yeah, I go as far as saying the biggest. Probably the most all, iconic, like, along with Reebok. Yeah, like... This is the Reebok or the Nike. <laughs> they're <laughs> it's they're Nike. a huge company. If you think in any way, if you lock up the way that they treat the people who make their shoes and their clothes and what they pay them and how they treat them, the conditions they're forced to work in, if you look at that, and then you just look at the model of capitalism and you think that Nike in any way care about police brutality or the the killing of unarmed black men in America, like, you are drinking the Kool-Aid and choking on it and you've gone blue from the food colouring, because that's like... That's 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 insane. It is insane, and like I assume that people just think. I hope people just think the advert's cool, but they understand that Nike don't care mm. <laughs> about. And that's why it's stupid to get excited about the advert. But it's it's obviously it's stupid to burn your fucking shoes and to get so angry about it. But it's also stupid to get 
excited about it. My fucking brothers were like, and my like people I respect were like, "This oh, is this a so good. Like, yeah. good on you for that. Good on like for for standing up for what's I mean, right. Like, good on them for like understand for like seizing an opportunity to yeah. To, to boost I mean, sales. again, it's ruthless. It's yeah. like this kind of reptilian capitalist beast just finding any way to to extend its life, whatever means necessary. The only sacrifice that you could possibly make that you could the only like brand um like a good way of measuring um a brand's integrity if there's if that's not a paradox Mm. or a contradiction in terms or at least a company company's integrity is or a person's integrity whether or not they actually believe what they're saying is, is 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 measuring or seeing if they've actually sacrificed anything if they've actually risked anything at all for what they're doing or if it looks like this performative risk like the same as some liberal person saying like i stand by you no matter i don't care what it takes like this happened a lot around me too like i will never work with x person they were never gonna work with anyway and I will do that, and I will do that for women. It's like, you're not sacrificing anything for your I colleagues. will wear black, all yeah, right? Yeah. Even though it looks great on me. <laughs> a huge, huge brand like Nike would, if they suffered in any way for this, which everybody knows that they wouldn't, because the, the, the thing that sells the most now is, like, morality and, like... Mm-hmm. And ethics. Yeah. Um, if they suffered, if they if they took a shot, if they, if they changed their company to align themselves with the morals of, of what Kaepernick is attempting to stand for, then yeah, maybe. But their sales have boosted. There's I mean, was it, it's, it's just literally the ad, right? Yeah. And they nothing... haven't actually put no, into no, place no, 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 any no. kind Remember of like the... program. Yeah. Or, because that's something that they could do. Because mm-hmm. companies can and have done that. Like, yeah. you know, actually... Started much. some kind of initiative, yeah, yeah. yeah. Blah 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 blah. But do you remember Lush? Yeah. Like when they uh... when they did their spy cops campaign. Yeah, like that. <coughs> the the Lush spy cops campaign genuinely uh, risked the name of the brand. It got the establishment were worried. The police themselves had to get involved. There was serious consequences for the company, and it was a risk. It was a business risk, and they took the plunge. And they went hard. They had information on their website. They had videos. They had information. They had pamphlets and like. And it wasn't like something that a spy cop. I mean, you could argue that this this campaign. You know, people the world over know who Kaepernick is. Is it a? Is it a? Obviously the police brutality is an issue that needs to be addressed but yeah. is is <laughs> but is what he is what he has been doing is that something that needs more awareness something like the spy cops campaign isn't something that wasn't no. that got widespread yeah. uh, attention but it's something that i learned from the website yeah i didn't do anything <laughs> but i learned from the website and i they're like the the, the nike very carefully have very careful they've done a very kind of clever thing of taking the visuals of Kaepernick and taking what he stands for and his big effort yeah taking that what that image of him stood there stands for but never actually making any specific reference to police brutality or standing up to racism it's vague it's just it's defanged his political argument as all of these campaigns do 
into a pithy digestible slogan about following your dreams and yeah. Capron Extreme isn't racial equality it is still to be good at football like he wasn't dreaming I'd assume he wasn't dreaming about this as a kid because the stuff you dream in that way about is more libidinal than like equality for all people like yeah. when you're a kid that's not what you worry about they've they've dissolved his kind of his ethics or whatever his activism and his very real and bloody and you know violent the things that he's pointing to which are devastating statistics that should like shake any mm-hmm. american they haven't pointed to that they haven't gone like lo- like lush did go on our website and look at all of this information provided to you about police brutality and you tell us mm. that that's wrong they've turned his message into some yeah it's the same sort of inspirational bland message that is attached to a lot of um i mean it's nike's ethos isn't it the whole just do it thing yeah that's what they've always sort of yeah blandly mm-hmm. um, and it is yeah position themselves yeah and it's as. like well done yeah i'm to do sorry but it's the same sort of thing like um there are sports brands as well that are like girls can do it too, and then they have like <laughs> so you know much. they have like um, shots of like kids at school, girls at school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's gonna make it. He's gonna yeah, make it, and she's football, gonna make football, it. Football, playing basketball, and things like that. And no consideration for the fact that all of this following your dream stuff, all of this dream big, don't let anyone ridicule you is a toxic mentality that makes people depressed and it's anxious very, once they realise that the system... Thing. It's very American thing. It's very, it's very it's, UK it's, now. Yeah, it is, yeah. But it, I think that it's, it's like, at its core, especially with Nike, it's, like, feeding into the American dream mm. ideal and this but, uh, thing about, like, you know, you work hard enough you can always, yeah. you can achieve greatness. Like, there's room for everybody to be a special snowflake, for everybody to be super talented and have a really rewarding entertainment industry job. Because usually when people say follow your dreams, they mean some creative endeavour yeah. that's usually got a lot of praise heaped on it and a lot of, like, cultural significance. It's not like become an ecologist. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. always, like, do sports yeah. or one of these hyper... These... Um, jobs that require that when you are that when you're like of the point not not two percent of people who do actually make it you get huge amounts of money and they can sell that dream to you because the industries that you go into if you buy those dreams are super lucrative the Mm. entertainment industry the media industry the culture industry and the sports industry Mm. That's huge revenue. Of course they're going to encourage people to do that. If they said follow your dreams and your dream was something wholesome, (laughs) maybe. But even that, like, it doesn't prepare you for a world of, like, suffering. And it doesn't mean that life is easy. Uh, I'm not saying life is so shit you shouldn't try, but... Like, I think his name is Adam Phillips. He's, like, Phillips. He's, like, a psychoanalytic thinker, uh, like, writer or whatever... He was talking about like how we don't cons- we don't teach children the importance of frustration and the inherent ambivalence that's involved in something you enjoy. Like if you love something, then you also have the capacity to be frustrated by it or mm-hmm. to hate it. Yeah. And like that life isn't like the point of life isn't to just completely eradicate frustration and suffering. It's to like find a way to enjoy life because of it or uh, inspire. Balance. It. Yeah, like it's 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 just like 
live this life of complete joy like a child. That's well, why we've is, all reverted to like, like ninety sitcoms. This is the and, thing about like um, this is this is a tangent. This sorry, are, but. Yeah, the, it, it, yeah, but it is like embedded in our culture, especially probably in Western culture. This pursuit of happiness. Yes, ideal. this is all obviously Western culture. Yeah, um, which I do think works in to our detriment. Yeah, massively. Yeah, there's a mass. There's a pressure. This this kind of overarching idea of like fulfillment yeah, and well-being yeah, yeah. and happiness which of course feeds into like things that are sold to us yeah, because yeah. that's another you know we see it now in like fitness and yoga oh, and God. meditation and that's a business yeah so i mean can i just say mm. i try to learn about fitness and stuff because i'm going to the gym more but to to do actual learn like strength building and you watch one video and it's like it, like YouTube is like giving you an eating disorder. It's like you watch video, like one video about weightlifting, about how to like strengthen your muscles, and then like my entire recommended list is uh, how I lost fifty pounds in thirty days, what how I shrunk my waist from yeah, this to like this, yeah, like lose belly flat, yeah, what to how eat to use to... lose fat, like yeah. I was like, the internet is literally designed to whip to Skinny give women coffee club, yeah, like the internet wants to give women anorexia and turn men into Nazis. Yeah, (laughs) and it's working Um, we should probably move on some of them are Nazi anorexics you know oh that's me that's the dream that is the dream dream. that's a total tangent but obviously I was gonna like we were gonna treat this really seriously but it's more like obviously there are dicks you know obviously 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 Um, speaking of dicks and other dicks and dicks together with each other (laughs) <laughs> India India <sighs> India's recently decriminalised bumming sodomy yeah um yeah Go yes on. so this is a the, the law that originally criminalised gasex mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> is I think it was put into place in the 17th century right so it was 18 mm-hmm 1860, but it was put in, uh, it was introduced as a result of British colonialist rule, Mm -hmm. um, inspired by the 1553 Bugger React! Bugger uh, React. Bugger, and they did react. Bugger, bugger, (laughs) react. Oh, react. That's the episode title. Um... Yes, section 337 of the Indian Peep, Indian Penal Code. Code. I'm allergic to penal code. Um, um, and I think it was first put into place, it was, it was a post-war thing, wasn't it? Mm. Um, to do with the fact that they didn't want to encourage... Or it was a colonial thing for... They were worried about the officers thing, the officers going over there and being reduced to bumming, mm. um, because that's what Indians do. Yeah. Uh, or, yeah, just being so desperate that they would start fucking each other. As if the English upper classes haven't been fucking each other <laughs> in the bum for years. As if they haven't been uh, English, dabbling in That's buggery. as English as apple... Nope. <laughs> like, tea. sodomy is as English as, like, a cup of tea yeah. and a, a mass genocide. It's like, yeah. the upper classes are, like, obsessed with little it. boys in shorts and boarding yeah. schools and, you know, incredibly gay. Star, like, yeah. It's, it's a very gay aristocracy. Aristocracy in general is just very gay. Oh, yeah. And they're like, oh, we're worried about the Indians making Charles gay. 
<laughs> or making him homosexual or, yeah. or sodomite or whatever they yeah. were calling it back then. So then they were Just like, Just because no, the it's... Indian guys are so fit, sorry about it. <laughs> I've never seen such brown, oh, nut brown yeah. skin. Oh, I used to hate the description novels of nut oh, brown skin. Yeah. Oh, oh. Uh. You're allergic. No, no. <laughs> Yeah, the nuts I'm not allergic to are like this kind of more like an East Asian colour, not a not a my brown colour. Yeah. You know? What kind of nuts would we be Brazil nut? No, that's too that's still too pale. <laughs> be like a walnut maybe. Chestnut. <laughs> Chestnut brown, yeah. Yeah, more like a I mean I do they mean chest- the, the, yeah. the fat part or the skin or Yeah. What do you mean? What do you mean? I mean wait. Um so yeah. Yeah. And um there are um, what is it? I think it was like forty-two of the of the seventy-two countries in the world in which homosexuality is illegal. Uh, they're all like a, a hangover from colonialism. Yeah, I think so there's, about, still, there's yeah. about seventy countries in the world that um, in which homosexuality is a, le- a sin is illegal. And yeah, 40, yeah. 40 of 40, which, forty-two 40, of which forty-two yeah. of which um, are um, as a result of colonial. Rule. Old colonial rule. Old yeah, colonial when you read laws. the list of like there was that Sri Lanka. I didn't know that I... Sri Lanka was. Uh, on that list, um, imprisonment in about ten was... years. I didn't know it was illegal to be. Sweet. I thought you didn't uh, know it was ex-colonial, and I was like, "Girl, <laughs> I messaged Where my mom, and she was like, I didn't know either. I, I don't know how. I don't know assume. how much. Of, yeah, I don't know how much. I don't know to what degree it's enforced, hmm. but obviously it's still in the law. So yeah, it said that although in India you're not likely to go to prison for it, although you technically could have, but you were hounded in the streets by the police and kind yeah. of like beat up and. and stuff. In India as well, like it's still Ill- it's still legal to discriminate uh, in in a, in the workplace. Well, based on say, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, ba- that's fair. On set based on sexual orientation, so you can review refuse somebody a job if they're mm. gay. You can't uh, based on their gender or their caste or creed, which, as we know, is a big social I mean, definitely determining. Still doing that. So yeah, big social determining factor in India. Yeah, but. Um, it's technically illegal, but yeah, you can refuse somebody a job. Mm, you can not refuse anymore. Someone employment. Well, this is like. Well, you can. Yes, you, you can, can refuse someone employment based on their sexual orientation. You're just not going to be. You're not just not going to go to jail for a bumming. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> a I mean, touch it, of buggery. It's one of these things. I'm always suspicious when like the liberal press is like really glowing about something because I'm always like, what. Are we missing here? Yeah, <laughs> um, well, we, we, it's the same with in, in the UK. I mean, we're we're we addressing housing, we're addressing access to healthcare. Yeah, we're I mean, hate crimes. I read somewhere that although we can like it's considered we're considered very liberal here, um, the move towards acceptance in India was more of a public health issue around yeah. HIV and yeah. AIDS, not so much about the moral issues of what you can, yeah. what an individual which obviously is like. Do. Because I don't a, think yeah. India is very particularly, like, knowing on my anecdotal evidence of injuries and my family, like, mm. I don't think that they're that, except... No. Like, on, I mean, it's a huge, huge country, and it's what the largest country of the existing anti-homosexual countries. It's the largest one, too. It's the biggest one. Um, so it's a bit of a landmark that, like, such a huge country has decided... Mm. To legalise it, but I i mean, I suspect it also has something to do with wanting to compete with the global superpowers um, 
India and China like needing to mm-hmm. de- demonstrate that they are stepping forward and yeah they because they're they're, they're yeah. like economic centers they have mm-hmm. huge bit growing business centers they'll be top of the world as my uncle always says um they're like India and China like yeah, that's like yeah. the UK is dead the US is dead like in 50 years it will all be over there it may be an attempt to like bring people to the country to yeah. liberal have a liberalized front of cuz obviously the wider attitudes in India are not progressive no, no. <laughs> towards I think the that, gays. But I then, think that it's... Impo- I think that, yeah, I mean, historically, I believe India has always been a little bit freaky. Yeah, Kama Sutra. Kama Sutra, baby. Yeah. Um, and I think it's important... <laughs> I think it's important... <laughs> it's been a little freaky. <laughs> but I think, it, I think there is also Can't an confirm. attitude of... Um, especially in the quest, mm. in the quest for seeing countries uh, in Asia, in the Middle East, in Africa, who have um, these discriminatory laws, mm. um, oppressive laws. Mm. Mm. I think it's it's easy from a Western perspective to see them as being like backward. Yeah. Um, and needing to catch up with the rest of the world. And I think it's an important thing to... Um, to <laughs> Uh, to realise that, yeah, this, these are all as a result of colonial influence. Yeah. And, I mean, yeah. it's not that India would be totally progressive had yeah. without, because I, it's hard to say, isn't it? Because it is hard to say because you've got religion as a... As a because you, they are yeah. highly religious. Because the thing is, like, we have our moral compass that is based around Western values of liberalism and tolerance and, tolerance and, and yeah. blah, blah, blah. But they're not perfect, and they, we have very few things right actually in the West. But I obviously one of the, in my obviously I think that it's good to liberalize all this stuff because I'm from here. But it's not that it's it's not that it's the wrong values in the East. It's just totally different. They're focused yeah. on different things, and it is different. Colonialism went over and imposed English morality onto. Mm you know, half the countries in the world. What is it, a third of the population mm-hmm. of the world? Yeah. More than two-thirds of the world's population was under British rule? I can't remember. But, you know, a huge... Ah, the empire. Yeah, and, like, uh, it's not to say that those countries are inherently noble and colon- mm-hmm. colonisation ruined them, which it, obviously it did, but they weren't allowed to get there on their own. Mm. And I think that's kind of worse. Because even with the, oh, they've legalised gay sex, they've thrown off the shackles of colonisation. Like, it might not be fucking about that. Like, they might just be getting there on their own. It's got nothing to do with the fact that they, like, watched Hamilton or something thinking of gay stuff. <laughs> I can't think of anything gay! They just watched an episode of Queer Eye. Yeah, they watched fucking Queer Eye and they were like, oh, this is very good. Very uh, wholesome. Oh, it's so lovely. I didn't know. Nice, did... nice boy. The very nice, nice boy. Just oh. teaching him with a nice very smart. things. Very, very, very smart. smart. Love, really smart. love to look very smart. Smart, smart. Nice He's making shoes. making his gotcha nice and tidy. Huh? Nice shoes. Nice shoes, chapels, nice very tight. Yes. Um, Indian queer eye. There we go. Yeah. Indian guys could fucking do every single one of the young ones could do with a fucking queer eye. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> y'all, y'all ugly. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like not well groomed. Mm. <laughs> not ugly. <laughs> I'm just talking about people I know through 
jeans. <laughs> um, and not those kind of jeans. Yeah, there's just something there they is They could always... do with a pair of jeans, I'll tell you, a new pair. I think maybe that's what's my little nugget of, you know, the way it's reported here. It's like, oh, they're catching up with us. Like, it's your fucking fault they're yeah, there in the first I think place. That's, I think that's the... And I'm not, yeah, it's even the ones that even the, yeah, that even the media, even the the me, Guardian, yeah, even the reporting of it, whilst being not so um, patronising in a sense, I can still get that undertone, or I can anticipate that in the way that the public are going, are going to react to it. Yeah, yeah, this kind of yeah, this kind of like oh fabulous, finally Mm-mm. come and join us in the modern world. Yeah, yeah where yeah. we outsource, we've outruled slavery, but we've just outsourced it yeah. to Vietnam, <laughs> <laughs> and that we have this entire model of social decency and progressive politics and liberal freedoms that are all built on the rape and slaughter and genocide of, of countries. And India is probably one of the most famous examples, obviously, of, of colonisation. Yeah. And it's still not widely enough accepted, obviously. But when you look at the list... When I was just reading about this, I was looking at... There's one article that listed all the countries that where homosexuality remained that were former colonies. Mm. And I was just like, I don't even know who, what half these countries are. Mm. And the English bothered to colonise, like, the St. Vincent Islands or whatever they're called. Like, I don't know what... Did you know? Yeah, did you read that list? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, like, Afghanistan, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, massive. there are some countries where I'm like... Myanmar. Yeah. Myanmar and dad. I don't know if that's funny, because there's a lot of shit happening there right now. Um... um but yeah, like, some of them that I, I had not heard like, of. The, 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 the will to conquer. Jesus Christ. But... There's a good school of thought that's like even the the modest wins that the social dem- the socially democratic left achieved in the post-war period could only have happened with the fruits of colonialism because we were at that point mm. at the point where we created the welfare state we were like looting Iran we we're still colonizing a bunch of countries we had a huge amount of colonial money still coming in and so even our basic freedoms, even the NHS and the things yeah. that most, you know, white Brits will mm-hmm. will will, will uh, point to as things that you can at least be proud of this for Big Britain. Well, even that is funded. Like, we couldn't afford something like that if there wasn't so much... If the coffers weren't so aligned with brown money mm-hmm. and stealing goods, selling goods, illegal trade... Not illegal trade routes, but... Uh, trade deals that are exploitative, oil pillaging. I mean, it is... Taking all those spices and not using them. Yeah. You'll have the audacity. Yeah. <laughs> this is the, the biggest paradox the of colonialism. to swipe all that turmeric. Yeah. It's like... <laughs> yet you refuse. Every, every, yeah. <laughs> every account from a school one to a, like an academic one of colonialism is like, uh, when, when, when the English, they discovered China and India mm. and the Middle East and they discovered paprika and turmeric and cumin. And it's like... And, and everyone, like, reading it goes, oh, yeah, of course, that's where we got all those things. And, and, and obviously that's when English cuisine got so flavourful. <laughs> 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 and exciting. And it's almost said as like an obvious like this is when English life became and what they mean by that is we got tea and sugar those are the, the things furthest that actually of what got you, the furthest you went was a kedgeri yeah right? that's the furthest <laughs> barely. you barely I never barely had kedgeri outside yeah. my mum's it house. really is just tea 
Yeah, it's tea and sugar. sugar like yeah. when they say, "Oh, the chocolate, maybe." Yeah, choc- mm. chocolate. But we turn it's a very different thing, yeah. isn't it? Here, um, but like it's like y'all got this. You've got everything you need. Why didn't you do anything with it? Did you have to steal the cookbooks as well? Because they could have done that. Like, yeah, you know, at least at least globalize the like gorgeous cuisine of all these other places like y'all couldn't you managed to have the world you literally have the world at your feet and you were eating boiled you were boiling potatoes you weren't <laughs> spicing them or frying them or 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 or, 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 or like stewing them with spices or the putting world, them in curries the world or... was your oyster and you just decided to slap the oysters in there yeah just... Just swap the oysters for some fish and chips. <laughs> it's weird, isn't it? It's weird, and, it, and it took and it took Indian people moving here, yeah, to actually like l- no here, have but, it. But Indian here. people are here, and they've made Indian food for yeah. them. Yeah, they <laughs> turned even they turned out to turn that into like largely oil, yeah, <laughs> oil and meat, yeah, <laughs> spicy oil and meat, and it's like all right, we'll make you a tikka masala. Yeah. Go fucking on then. The Indian people I know who work in restaurants are like, oh, if I'm like, oh, or if I meet Indians who work in restaurants and I'm like, oh, what do you do? And they say they work in a restaurant. And, in, and I'm like, an Indian restaurant? They're like, yeah. And I'm like, is it proper Indian food? And they're like, no, it's for the whites. <laughs> they're, always, they're, always, they're always like, no, it's obviously not what we eat at home. Same with Chinese food. Yeah. It's like, y'all been lied to. Um, but yeah, that that's weird because it's one of the biggest justifications for colonialism not justifications but they'll say like well they went over here the explorers found mm-hmm, all this mm-hmm, exciting mm-hmm. stuff no whatever it says is, well why did they put it because mm. what did you do with it they put it in the world food aisle of sainsbury's never to be touched mm. or looked at again weird isn't it just confined to a single aisle yeah the corner of an aisle yeah so obviously good on india <laughs> sorry for the detour for legalizing gay and it sex. took and it took a long time because they've been trying yeah. to push this for how long for decades now haven't they mm. and yeah as you said it was um the main argument or the main deciding factor was this public health yes thing but, yeah, but like i suppose that I suppose act, that's, yeah. actors and dancers yeah. and, and, famous and i suppose that that's like a smart it's a smart move to, uh, to convince the supreme court yeah, yeah 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 and it is it might be going right now against public opinion but it's obviously not to i know we've just shit talk all over some of it but obviously it's a move for the better yeah hopefully it means attitudes and are changing yeah that's what like Attitudes obviously inform policy, and I think it works the other way around. It definitely works the other way around. Like laws play a part yeah. into like look into, at the smoking ban. Yes, <laughs> laws play a part in stigma. They do with they with, do they do with sex work. Just about it depends how much the infrastructure of the of the country changes as well. Because like you know, and it's slow. Progress is fucking slow, but it is always a you shouldn't. When you do, yeah, when you do get a victory, yeah. you shouldn't poo-poo it. Yeah. I hope what well, we haven't said like we're poo-pooing it. We're more like talking about like general colonialism and how obviously Listen, it's England's there's fucking There's not going to be a problem with poo-poo. I've douched. <laughs> I mean, it's... I've douched in preparation for the buggery. I know from personal opinion and I... <laughs> laughing at my own <laughs> stupid. <laughs> I didn't really get it until just then. <laughs> 1555 buggery act England is just ugh. um but yeah we we uh I know I have family members who have not been able to come out because of Indian yeah um because of the attitudes of our Indian family and it's truly it is heartbreaking mm-hmm. you know like without going into too much detail like 
there are many, many people who are either too scared to even start relationships or express their mm. love to people. Like, it does become a bit of a cliche after a while, but it is it's heartbreaking watching someone hide their true yeah, self yeah, yeah. and have to pretend that they're, like... Um, you know, I have a. F- I don't know how much to say actually, but you know, having to when you go to India, having to pretend that you are not in love and haven't been married for twenty years, and and that you don't have a really successful life because the only view of success they can have is uh, is if you're married to a man. But mm. you know, progress is slow, and obviously this is this is. I do not want to do not want to depict India as being backwards in any way or anything like that. What I think is more important is having a plurality of mm. moral values and understanding that just because they even if they are not accepting of gay it's like rooted in totally different cultural values that yeah. you can't just you can't just poo poo it all no, you can't poo-poo <laughs> during it. a buggering <laughs> just because they if they if if countries have different like values to progressive countries doesn't necessarily mean they're bad people they're fucked up or whatever they're also better in other ways yeah it's complicated like, it is complicated and it's very difficult even from a position where you're you know people like us maybe mm. are aware of cultural differences and understand that it's difficult to impose one's values and beliefs onto another culture yeah i think even then like it, it's it's almost impossible to yeah. not do that, even yeah. what, even whilst being very aware of it, yeah, because that's just the position that you come from. Yeah, it is, and I always and without having too much of a knowledge of another culture as well. Yeah, I I, I struggle with this a lot. Mm. Like, I used to be very like, ah, oh, India's home back. I'm so glad I was from here. And as I get older, I'm more like, there's a lot that they're getting right over there. Mm. Like, it's it is about ha- taking probably taking some shit from both yeah. and having some. A meshing because there's 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 traditional values, there's ethical values, there's food culture values, mm. there's duty and things and a sense of connection that we do not have yeah, over no. here, and we're like the most depressed country repressed, in the world. Yeah, repressed, depressed, um, fucked up in a lot of ways. Like just you know, I just think it's important to not get all parochial and yeah. paternalistic about about when when countries kind of progress like this. But obviously. It's a win in general. Yeah. It's a win. We shouldn't be too hard on us. The left is too critical, I guess, of yeah. itself yeah. when things go well. Um, but obviously, fuck colonialism. Mm-hmm. We can bum that shit. Bum that shit. And we can bum it now. We can bum it too, yeah. Sweet bum enough. colonialism? Yeah, why not? But that would be rape. Because I assume you wouldn't oh, want consensual right. sex with colonialism because you don't like it. Mm. Unless you wanted to have that article sex it? that you have, yes. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to though? I feel like it would be very stiff. It wouldn't do very much. Um, could could colonialism even have sex, or would it always be rape? <laughs> do you have anything else to add? <laughs> chop chop. It's nice to see. It's <laughs> It's nice to just watch those little snippets. Those yeah. Videos of yeah. Like young people, especially. Mm. Yeah. I'm no. a bit worried about being too much of a negative Nancy in this show because. Well, it's important to be critical. And, but and, but, and but then... watching any video of any people come celebrating, it is just like, why is that so beautiful? You know, when it you just is, like watch a video yeah. of people. It's, it's hugging. Sweet. Yeah. And, you know, 
You but there are, but also, but also the there. I think the activists there are uh, very. Um, they acknowledge the fact that there's still a lot. Yeah, a lot of work, work to, to do. do. But this is hu- It is huge, and it won't. And just... it's been a long and arduous yeah. battle. Yeah, and the the journey won't outlive them. You know, mm. but it will take on the mantle over there, and it's like, it's fucking slow, but good on the people being out there. Or, or just even do in any way pushing in for this capacity, progress. Yeah. yeah, because it's... I don't think we realise how hard it is to just... To be that scared of expressing yourself in that way and to have those kinds of social pressures because we don't really. Mm. You and I certainly don't. Spoil little brats that we are. No. No. And as far as I'm aware, there's been, like, a lot of LGBT movement in... In places like India, they have like a ma- yeah, yeah. Say, it's a massive country. Just, they yeah. have and they have that is a massive part of their mm. culture. Mm-hmm. There are I don't really like to use the word community mm. when it comes to like marginalized groups of people, but yeah. there is a massive. They're, I told you they're freaking. Yeah, yeah they're freaking. Freaky. You know, there's a fluidity in the section, sensuality, sexuality there as well. Yeah, yeah and there's like, like a lot of like um, fairly like old group of like trans women mm-hmm. who've been like fighting for their rights in india party. yeah mm. yeah um i wonder if it's uh how the lesbians get treated but you know good yeah. on them i mean there's like a i know that there's steps forward in the trans rights movement as well in mm. india there have been like programs that have been set up for them to like be able to gain employment because mm. i think they find it very difficult to gain employment Must as well be- must be hard to liberalise a mass. I mean, it's, America suffers with the same thing too. Oh, yeah, like massively. Obviously, you've got they've got the coastal elites or whatever, the people who are making the entertainment, music, or whatever. But you go anywhere further in, you know, you do come across. It's just a huge. I think it's just partly because it's just a huge country. Mm. India's massive. Like there is no. You will have your kind of urban centres where the the art and the culture is, but. Mm. And it is progressive, but like like any country, like no different to. Um, America, whatever. Mm. Like, it's, hard, it's very difficult to generalize about an entire. We yeah. do it a lot easier with America too, because we think we think America is Washington and New York and LA, but like, yeah. I mean, that's what they were saying with Trump. Hiya, we're mm. fucking here, you know. Should we wrap up? Because we've been talking yeah. for ages. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that. That's um, that. That's it. Hot takes. Warm takes. Slightly chilly ones. Chilly takes. Chilly flakes. <laughs> God. <laughs> Wrap it up. Thank you for listening to our show. Yeah, uh, you can find us on various social media channels. Yeah. You know the score. You know the apps. Twitter. Fashbook. Fuck Facebook. Instagram. Hit us up on the gram. Yeah, guess on the gram. Three in the pink. That's the word. Uh, on Naughty. Twitter. We are three the number, three in the pink pod. Yes. Uh, please email us. Yeah, give me a good question. Ask the question. Actually, why are you so gay? <laughs> don't. It's already been asked, so don't ask that. That's the question. It's an age-old question. It's one I've been asking myself since time immemorial. But you're not gay. I'm a little bit. You're bi. I'm a bit gay. You mean you're bi? I'm a bit gay. You're queer? I'm big gay. 
She identifies as bit gay. That's what the BI stands for, an LGBTQI. Yeah, bit gay. Bit gay. Bi is short for a bit gay. Okay. That's actually very biphobic. <laughs> it is, because the whole idea that bi-ness is just a way route on the way to gay, or it's just a little bit gay, as if it's not an entity unto itself. We're going to go now. Bye. Phobia. Phobia. <laughs>